1: So keep that in mind. Yeah. Hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely do. do. Join the f- discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small, but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the
2: sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up. And then you put your sleeve on. Thank you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby in
1: Vietnam.
2: What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs>
1: Stay humble. Stay humble. We are live. Welcome to The Drop Shot episode 13. My name is Casey, also known as Razanon. I am joined, as always, by my good friend Tanner. Tanner, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. Uh, I hope you guys liked that little intro jingle we have here. So, uh, I decided to make that. Every podcast has one. And so I got, like, some some music that sounded jingly. It has a juicy little bass line at the beginning. So keep... And uh, I enjoyed that about it. And then I just threw in some voice lines. So, in the way of announcements, first thing, let me know how you guys liked the intro. Cobalt seems to have liked it. That's good. And also, I have this, like, project saved for that song. So I can take out and add in voice lines at will. So... If there's some dumb thing I've said that you would like in the intro song, let me know and I'll replace something with that line that you suggest or Tanner. Uh, And if you want to go above and beyond, you can like link me a timestamp of when I said it. That would be ideal. That would make it super easy for me. Uh, And you would be able to give us that information on Twitter Best place, though, would be our Discord. So, a couple weeks ago, I started the Discord. A lot of people have joined, and there's a lot of content. And a lot of people posting and talking and all that stuff. Which is fantastic. So, if you've joined the Discord, thank you. I appreciate it. It is a small, vibrant community over there. And we want to get it a little bigger, but... There's been a lot of posting and just commentary and stuff in that, which is fucking awesome. So thank you guys for doing that. And if you wanted to get involved in the Discord, uh, the link is in the show notes. If you're listening to this or if you're here live, I will link the Discord for you right now. So let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Another announcement. Tanner and I are going to well we want to get a new logo for the the pod. So I'll show you what we have uh right now. And it's pretty good, but it's also just like an in-game screenshot, you know. And it's it's good for now, but Oh shit, hold on actually. It's good for now, but, uh, we definitely want something more professional looking, you know, and like, this is obviously a screenshot, a screenshot of some dude in game (laughs) that we put some cool text over, uh, but we want to get like an official ass logo. So if you're like a good graphic designer or whatever, and you would want us to pay you money to make a dope logo. Uh, please let me know. Reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram, Discord. What? Contact me anyway except Twitch private messaging. I never see those. That system is abysmal. But on any other social media platform, if you send me a message, I'll get it. So Twitter and Discord would be ideal. But Instagram, Facebook, those would work too. Uh, but just reach out to me and say, hey, look, I... Uh, I would love to make you guys a logo. Here's my rate. Or I know some guy or some girl who's like a good whatever designer person uh, that can make you a logo. So uh, I'm looking for that. And don't tell me to go to Fiverr.com. I'm done using that website. Everyone on there is in the opposite time zone of me. So I hired a Fiverr person to do like my overlay And every single time, our correspondence was always 24 hours. I would ask him something or tell him something. He'd be asleep. And then he would respond 12 hours later when I'm asleep. And then I would wake up and then reply to that response or whatever. So it took fucking forever. It took me like four months to finish my overlay. Because if I wanted to do a minor tweak that would take him two seconds to do, it would actually take 24 hours. Because I asked for it. Maybe he has to clarify what I mean. I tell him again, and it takes forever. So find someone roughly – How about hey, how about on my hemisphere of the globe? That would be great so that we have a shot of communicating with each other while we're both awake. So anyways, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? So, yeah, I'm looking for – we're looking for a graphic designer for a logo. We will pay you, and we will pay you well. Uh I'm pretty picky, so there's going to be a lot of tweaks and adjustments and whatever, but again, let me know. Uh, What else was I saying? And then lastly, we are considering, probably not yet, but we're considering starting a Patreon. So This is one way that whatever podcasters monetize and stuff as you guys may or may not know I'm trying to quit my nine-to-five job so that I can make way more content and enjoy my life a little more so one of the ways that people do that is through like patreon the biggest and best way of course is for advert is to get advertisers because then uh you guys don't have to pay anything And I get funded by big corporations so I can keep giving you guys content Uh, that's not at your expense. That's ideal. But in addition to that, we've been considering doing like a Patreon kind of thing. So you pay whatever dollars a month and then we give like a bonus episode. So we would keep doing the two episodes a week we're doing now. And then we would have maybe a third episode for patrons only. And uh, that would be that. And then maybe it's like some merch and shit too. But I still think this is kind of a ways off. But I just wanted to float the idea by you guys real quick. If you'd be interested in that, let me know if you would sign up for a Patreon. And also um, what kind of episodes you'd want to have. What kind of bonus content, you know. Because we've we're covering quite a bit already. So I'm not. Super solid on an idea for what else we would do, but I'm sure I could think of something. But if you guys have ideas, that would be great as well. So anyway, a lot of housekeeping. Sorry about that, but now we're gonna get started here. Today's episode is about plunder, the game mode in Call of Duty. So when Mo- when uh, when Warzone came out for Modern Warfare, we also got. Uh, Plunder. So Warzone is like the Battle Royale version. Plunder is quite a bit different. Uh, Roughly speaking, we covered this all in our, I think it's episode 10, called Warzone. We covered all the rules and shit of Plunder, so I'm not going to go over that again. But roughly speaking, you, uh, you have a squad of three. You run around the map and you collect money. And whoever has the most money at the end of the game wins. Basically, that's how it goes. And if you kill people, you pick up a lot of their money. So you don't want to die, obviously. Uh, And that is basically the game mode. But important difference from Warzone is that you can respawn. But there's like a 20-second timer. So you still play on the same Warzone map. There's still about the same number of people on the map. But uh, it's a lot less campy because you can respawn. And you don't have to loot guns because when you drop in and plunder, you have your custom loadout already. You don't have to go buy it or anything like uh, like in the BR version. So, uh, Tanner, go ahead and take this first uh, this first note we have here for plunder.
2: Plunder. Uh, it's a super unique game mode. We've never really played anything like it. I'm sure some other game in the past has done something similar um we've never done anything like this though and i've never seen it so props to the devs i think they did a really good job it's a really fun game i mean there's not yeah i can't think of anything out there where you land you know you're going for money you're attacking other players over money it's very unique and it plays much quicker than the br uh i think it's way more hype at times than the br mm-hmm. It's, just, it's it's nonstop action if you play it the way you're supposed to play it, which we'll get to that in a little bit.
1: Yeah, we will get to that. But sure. it's
2: a nonstop action just collecting the cash, securing the bags. It's probably some of the most fun I've had. Like, some of like the top five moments I've had since the game came out in
0: October, yeah, whenever surprisingly, it was. Really I, agree,
1: I agree with you. Surprisingly, yeah, like of my top moments playing this game, half of them are in plunder. And we've barely been playing Plunder for like two weeks. So uh, Plunder is a lot of fun. So basically what we're going to do right now is we're going to be talking about Plunder, obviously. We're going to go through a list of pros, things we like about it. A list of cons, things we don't like about it. And then uh, basically going over our strategy. And then also I want to add one last note. Okay, I just want to not forget about that. All right. Cool. So, yeah, pro number one, like Tanner was saying, super unique, unlike any game mode we've ever played. I can't even think of anything that's even fucking remotely similar to Plunder. Like, not even close. It's just so, like, out of nowhere, out of the blue, different. Yeah. What were you going to say? Well, I just
2: remember, like, the day Warzone came out, somebody in your chat when we were playing... Um, I remember they chimed in and said something about Plunder. I was like, oh, it's similar to this game. I don't remember what they said.
1: Mm.
2: So, you know, there's probably been something out there with kind of the same idea, but it obviously wasn't a huge, a big game because I have no clue what it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. So that's cool. All right. So also. And uh, shout out to Crichton. He's been a viewer of mine for quite a while. Big supporter of the pod. Uh, And he made a point to me last night. Which is that this is a really good game mode to play. If you want to familiarize yourself with the Warzone map. Like for BR. But you won't be like super punished if you die or do something dumb. You can basically go wherever you want. And even if you get killed, it's like, okay, you're just going to drop back in and you can continue exploring. Uh, So that's really cool. You can play a bunch of plunder where it's just a lot less punishing of a game mode in general than Warzone is and learn a lot about the map. And if you do play a bunch of plunder before you go into queuing for the BR Warzone, you will be you'll have a lot of map knowledge, a lot of map knowledge because it's uh, obviously because it's the same map. And there's no gas, so you're always able to explore everywhere. So uh, it's a cool It's cool that that is the case. Um, additionally, on the same note, see, the vibe I get from Plunder is that it's like a party mode. Like it feels kind of like Infected or like Gun Game or those stupid non-competitive types of playlists. If any of those playlists were fun. Plunder would be that. That's what it feels like to me. So it's also, it also makes it a good like warm up mode for the BR. So you and your boys get online or your girls or your non binaries. uh, You drop in, you load in, and you just want to get a warm up game in. Cue for some plunder. You're still going to be dropping out of the helicopter. You're still going to be on the same map. You're still going to have the squad of three. You're still going to have the armor system the revive system. So you're going to get into that war zone groove as opposed to warming up with multiplayer where the it's totally different. Uh, but you're also, you know, you're not going to just be running around looting until you die like in the BR if you're trying to, if for the purposes of warming up, you know. Uh, a ton of hype moments. I think this is just a result of how... The game mode is it like forces you to have hyped up moments, you know, like if you have a bunch of money and like two squads are coming at you and you're fucking fragging them out like, oh, he's down, he's down, fuck. (laughs) And then you like turn around, you get in the chopper and fucking bounce or whatever. Like there's a lot of stuff like that that happens almost every game. There's at least one like pretty hype moment. So that's super fun because that's the reason you play video games, you know. Like for those really hype fun crazy chaotic moments and uh plunder is replete with those moments. They happen all the time. So, that's really yeah, it's,
2: cool. There's minimum one one like that every game it's more like two or three especially when it gets down to the end and it's bonus round yeah if you're in top three oh my god it is it is nuts i'm just constantly yelling yeah everyone's probably getting pissed off in voice with me but it's just like it gets intense and then i can see people maybe thinking this game mode is boring because like we were finding last night the top earner would be all the way up at quarry, north side of the map. We'd go push them. They'd just be camping and sitting in a building. Yeah. So I can see people maybe thinking this game mode is boring because, oh, I'm just running around looking for cash. But they're not playing it right. And yeah, exactly. And that is probably why they're not enjoying it. If you're playing this mode the way that we're going to tell you how to play it, you're going to have a great time. I promise you, you won't have... There's. It's impossible to not have the most fun in the world playing this. Yeah,
1: I agree with that 100%. There is... Like, if you read the rule set and you never played it, so you were, like, trying to a priori figure out how to win, you might think, I'm going to do a bunch of contracts. Uh, I'm going to get every care package that drops from those helicopters, and then I'm going to win... You know, you might think that, but that's not the case. And we're, like Tanner said, we're going to get into that because we've actually played a lot of this game mode. So, uh, let's see. <clears throat> and yeah, this is kind of this next point kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier the the fact that you respawn means that you still get the really large map, vehicle travel, uh, squad. Dynamic of Warzone, like getting third party, being the third party, being the fourth party. You get that whole dynamic, but it's a lot less campy because if you die, you're just gonna drop back in with all your guns in 20 seconds. So you get the whole dynamic of like the BR, huge map, tons of squads feeling without the camping. Because if you die in a BR you know the game's over basically kind of but in this game mode uh you just respawn so people are far less inclined to camp and if you camp you're not going to get any money you're going to lose so it kind of it's kind of like the cranked playlist is to multiplayer you know it forces people by its rule set to not camp plunder is the same way on the warzone side it forces people to not camp because of the rule set, which is fun. Super fun. And then again with the respawn point, like, you get punished for dying. You drop a percentage of the cash you have on your person. But also it's not overly burdensome. Like, you don't get sent to the gulag. You're not out of the game. You don't have to wait for a res. So again, this is kind of, it's more casual. It's more action-packed, and again, it just disincentivizes camping for that reason. Uh, and then I actually wanted to ask you about this, Tanner. How do you feel about... Let's say uh, it's me, you, and Ben, and you die, and Ben and I are still alive. <clears throat> do you like that you respawn? Like, where you respawn, and how you respawn, etc?
2: Um, I'm still trying to figure out how it picks where we spawn. Cause every once in a while you guys will both be alive and I'll spawn in and be on the opposite side of the map and have Probably to a bug. It could be, um, that usually only seems to happen when we all die though. We spawn somewhere totally different or yeah. right where we were. It's, it seems to be random. I don't know how it works. The only thing that bugs me about that is that long ass black loading screen mm. right before it drops you. It's like, seven seconds long it's unnecessary it's like when my countdown timer goes from 20 to zero drop me in i don't want to sit through a black loading screen this is 2015 anymore exactly get rid of the loading screen i agree but everything else with the whole it's i like it
1: yeah yeah well by design what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to parachute in pretty close to your teammates if they're alive that's how it's intended to and that is almost always my experience So, when that happens, I think it's perfect. Because when you parachute in, your parachute is very visible, if anyone's looking. Uh, And the announcer will say something to those players if you're parachuting in close to them. So, it's not like you're just going to, like, randomly come up behind someone and surprise them, unless they're completely not paying attention. But you can also cut your parachute and come in really fast. uh, And that way... You know, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna just get shit on as soon as you parachute in. So I really yeah. like the parachuting in system for when you respawn, uh, and y- it also doesn't parachute you like right above your teammates, so you can't just dive bomb in and be in like ten seconds later. It's good, it's gonna take you a while, uh, and I think that's like a perfect uh, compromise. So I really liked the, I really like the respawn system.
2: It's a, uh, it's a good length of time, too. I think it's, it is it 20 seconds, I believe, right?
1: The timer is 20 seconds, and then it's like, yeah, another 10. So it almost ends screen. up
2: being 30 by the time you're actually dropping. I think the respawn time itself is perfect. Yeah. Any shorter, and it would kind of ruin gunfights against a team of three. They'd be able to come back too fast and help their mm-hmm. teammates, and any longer would just, I would get bored, so I agree. it's perfect.
1: I agree with that, 100%. 100%. So that's pretty much what we wanted to go over as far as pros go. There are probably more, but we couldn't really think of any. I mean, suffice to say, we love this game mode. We like it a lot more than Warzone. Uh, I wouldn't say I like it more than multiplayer, but I like it almost as much as multiplayer. It's just very different. So,
2: it, Currently right now, just because we played multiplayer for months, I like Plunder way more.
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure, because it's newer and stuff. And yeah. All that. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, So now we want to go into the cons. I was trying to think of cons, and I really only thought of one, and that is that... So once, once one team has collected $1 million in cash, then everyone's cash immediately gets deposited. So if you die right at that second, you're not going to drop anything. But also, like five attack helicopters just spawn on the map and start shitting on everyone. And then if you kill those helicopters, uh, they drop a bunch of money that you can pick up. I think this is fucking insanely dumb. It's not fun to just get shit on by a helicopter. And it forces everyone to go inside buildings. So, like, the bonus round should be the round where... all right, you have another two minutes or whatever the timer is... To get as much money as you can. Go frag out. That should be what the bonus round is. But instead. They they have. Death copters above you. They have a bunch of. Fucking black helicopters. And then you're just afraid. For your life and no one goes outside. And everyone just camps in buildings. And then it's like a waste of a bonus round. I really think the helicopters are dumb. How do you feel about them Tanner?
2: yeah i i agree with you i think they're dumb they take way too long to kill but i'm kind that of having too. a thought which i think we need to add to our strategy and test it out tonight okay i think when we get towards the end of the round if we're not in first place or even if we are we switch a kit to a um to our regular primary weapon and then as a secondary use estrella or a joker or something because you get a ton of ammo with, I think you get like, I don't know how many you spawn with, but every time I picked them up off the ground, I've had like four or five missiles. Pretty sure you pick,
1: when you pick them up, they have more ammo than if you spawn with it.
2: Okay, maybe that's what it is. I think if we both carry them, we can shoot down helicopters very easily and get a ton of money right at the end. So I think we need to attempt that. But it is extremely fucking annoying getting shot by them. They do so much damage, yeah, and they track you perfectly, and dude, they follow, follow you.
1: Yes, they'll haunt you, dude. dude.
2: Like yesterday when we were driving away in that truck, mm-hmm. you kept falling out because you're getting packet loss, and it was mm-hmm. shooting you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that was it like was, not it, fun. It times was not like great. that. Yeah. yeah. I, I also think there's too many of them in the air, but. Yep. And I just feel like they're always after us. I mean, I get it. We're always, like, the best team in the lobby, so they're always coming after us. But, yeah. I don't know. We, Stick don't, them need to to, else.
1: we don't need to have a kit for it, though, because I think as soon as the bonus round starts, they spawn a bunch of fucking launchers. Because I've never seen a launcher in Plunder except the bonus round, and I see them all the time. So I think once the bonus round starts, we don't have to switch kits. We just have to, like, start looking for a launcher. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we can do that. But you can also like it's kind of dumb to waste time shooting it down yourself because you can just let other plebs do that and then just go pick up the money, you know.
2: But nobody seems to shoot it down. I haven't seen like anybody attempt to actually shoot one down.
1: We'll give it a try. Yeah, we'll give it a try.
2: So uh, we'll give it a, we'll give it a little try
1: for sure. So now we wanted to go over our uh a strategy for for plunder. And uh, so, basically, our overview is: we started playing this again. What did you say? Two weeks ago, Danny? yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: About two weeks ago. Two weeks Crichton. ago. Yeah. And uh, at first, we were not. We didn't understand really how the game works. They don't do the best job explaining the rule set, but once you play a couple, it's pretty obvious. Uh, and then we started winning a lot, a lot. And right now, we're gonna go over our strategy for how to get wins because we've tried a multitude of strategies and overall uh, we've found what we think is the best so we're going to go over that uh, with you guys so uh, Tanner go ahead and uh, take this first little punto here.
2: Okay our strategy tip number one going out of your way to deposit is an absolute bait when we first started playing We would get $60,000 and be like, oh my God, we need a deposit. We need to go find a deposit station. You don't need a deposit for the money to count. If you have the money on you, that money is in your total. It's on your person. It's counting. Depositing is just making it so if you die, you're not dropping that cash, which can be useful when you get a ton of money. But we were spending way too much time going and looking for a deposit station that we weren't getting kills and you know we were dropping from, you know, third, fourth place down to eighth or ninth just going to deposit. Now those deposit stations will be super hot at times. A lot of enemies around if you pick the right one, but if you're picking one in the middle of nowhere and you're just depositing, you're wasting minutes out of a fairly short round just doing nothing when there's nobody around shooting at you and you need to just keep the money on you. You need to just always be moving in this game type. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a thousand percent. So we were under the... What's up, Crichton? How's it going, brother? Nice hat, Yeti. How to get wins, invite Crichton. Yeah, you were doing pretty good last night, Crichton. we got numerous
2: wins with Crichton.
1: I was low-key surprised. Not, not at just the wins, because we always fucking win. But, uh... And how many, like, frags Crichton was getting. There were multiple times I'd get shot in the back, and I'd go down, and then Crichton would just fucking laser the dude. He was doing well last night. That was nice. Uh, But anyways, so, yeah, we were under the misapprehension that you had to deposit the cash, whether it be by balloon or the typical deposit helicopter stations, uh, for it to count. But that's not the case. The only purpose of depositing cash is so that if you die, you don't drop that cash. So it just makes it safe, essentially. But you can, you can win a game never depositing. You're just going to have a fuck ton of cash on you, so you better not die. So, I don't think depositing in and of itself is a bait, but I think if you're going out of your way to deposit or if you're doing it too often, it's a bait. I would say, roughly speaking, general rule of thumb, you should only really be looking to deposit if it's super convenient or... If it's relatively convenient and you guys have a grand total of like 350000 or more. I think those are the only two situations where it's really worth it. And then it also depends, too, on uh, how much money first place has. If you're in first place, you can go a little more out of your way to deposit to make sure you maintain that lead. But if you're way fucking behind, you're going to have to go for broke anyway. Don't waste any time depositing. Just go... Get money, so... Uh, yeah. The next point is that... Okay, so in Plunder, randomly, throughout the game, probably, probably 10 a game, 10 to 15 a game, a helicopter will fly over the map and drop a care package at just some random location. It will be marked on your map And there will be a big green smoke uh, plume coming up from that care package. And in that care package will be a kill streak, a bounty, a weapon. And I think, what is it? 200,000 Tanner? Mm, It's a hundred thousand or
2: 125.
1: At minimum, a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So a lot of money, uh, so when we first figured out that this existed, we were going out of our way to get these. This is also a bait. These are good and it's a lot of money and you should get them if they're close. But if they're too far away, you're going to be wasting too much time going for them. So only go for it if you're relatively close and probably even you have to have a vehicle to do it too. You know, uh, they're definitely worth getting, but... They're not worth going out of your way to get them.
2: Yeah, and we I kind of figured that out last night. Uh, I made a mistake. I know you and... I think it was when we were playing with Ben. You and Ben were fighting somebody. I had died. I spawned uh, spawned back in in the far bottom southwest corner of the map. Um, One had dropped. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get this. And... It turned out horribly because you guys... Both died, lost all your money because I didn't land there to help you. But, oh, I got that cash drop. But, hey, I was in the middle of nowhere with no vehicle. I wasted four or five minutes getting back to a vehicle, getting back into action when I would have had more money than that if I had just landed on you guys and helped you guys slay out and gotten their bags. So, like, we kind of learned that last night. We need to stop splitting up and wasting time going for those unless we're all going to be able to get there. And help each other out.
1: That's that's an excellent point. I agree. Uh, Tim, what's up, brother? Tanner and Razan on seven more days. Seven more days till Tim gets his PC, Tanner. Let's go. We're going to we're gonna have to fucking carry this kid.
2: Yeah. I don't know, he knows how to build. He plays
1: Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, he knows how to build. Hopefully he knows how to drive, too. He can be our new driver. Uh, so, yes. And to echo that sentiment, I think this is probably the most important tip of plunder never separate never separate it doesn't work in plunder specifically it's unlike wa- excuse me it's unlike the battle royale or like warzone because in warzone if you see a squad they're probably alone you're going to get third partied occasionally in warzone but it's not super common because there's no hot spots really Except perhaps the buy stations. But in Plunder, everyone's going to like the same three places in an average game. People pick like one or two uh, helipad deposit locations. And everyone just fucking keeps going there and fragging out. So you have to have all three of you. Because chances are when you see one squad, there's probably two more around. So if you're alone, you're going to fucking die. You're going to get third, fourth partied uh, a lot. And even if there's two of you, you're going to probably be against three people over here and three people behind you. So it's really important to never separate because you really need those numbers on your side. Uh, Number one for just the raw firepower, obviously, but number two for the callouts. You know, like if Tanner's behind me, like in the building behind me or whatever, he can like mark some enemy that I didn't know was there. And that's vital information. So now I won't peek that corner. Uh, So not separating is incredibly important in this game mode. Third partying happens all the time and you need to be ready to fuck up multiple squads at the same time. So you want to be at capacity for doing that. So, uh, and then... Here so now we've kind of gone over what you shouldn't be doing, right? Don't go out of your way for this and that. Don't separate. Now we're gonna be telling you what you should be doing. One of those things is hot dropping. So in Plunder, the top three squads are always marked on the map as ha- as squads who have the most cash. But these marks don't happen until like two minutes into the match. So ideally what you want to do is you want to hot drop. Kill two or three other squads and then loot the building that you hot dropped at. So you pick up their cash and all the loot at that location. Then after that two, minute comes, two minutes is, uh, is gone and everyone on the map or in the top three squads on the map get marked as those top earner squads you're marked. You actually want to be marked in this game mode because then people will just start trying to come and kill you for your cash and you can just have people delivering money to you. Just delivering money to you. That is the best... Every Almost every time we've won games, it's because we started like this. We had this type of start. And then people would just constantly rush you They'd bring you armor plates, they'd bring you money, they'd bring you kill killstreaks. Uh, and you could just perpetually have enemies to kill. So you really want to have a strong start in this mode, especially to get that top three squad status so that you get that mark.
2: And you're not on top for long at all. Your, your placement is changing constantly. You have to constantly be getting kills or you're not in the top three. I mean, you'll go from number two to not even in the top ten in two minutes if you're not playing quick enough and killing enough people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you are far behind, so like let's say you hot drop and you get fucking destroyed, the best strategy is to go kill the top earners because what that does is... Like if someone's in first place and you're in fifth, whatever, and you're each getting a hundred K per minute, like they're just going to win at that pace. So what you want to do is you want to go find that first place team and take their money. So now, so now first place has less money and you have more money. So instead of trying to close that gap through one avenue, you're closing that gap through two avenues. Because you're bringing down the top. And you're bringing yourself up at the same time. This is super aggressive. But it's also the most fun way to play this game. And definitely the best chance you're going to have. If you're behind. Especially if you're far behind. We've won a couple games. Where we were not in the top 10 until the bonus round. And then we started going after top teams. And just taking all their money. And then we're in top three, so now we're marked. And then everyone comes to us, like I was saying before. And then all of a sudden we win. Because we're getting cash deliveries uh, in the yeah. forms of shitters that want to take our money. So, you definitely want to be hunting those, those people. And ideally what you can do too, get close to the top earner, try to find a bounty contract. Because a lot of times, you'll pick up a bounty contract that's close to the number one squad. It'll put a bounty on the number one squad. And then if you can kill them, you get all their money, and you also get bonus cash for having completed that bounty contract. So you're just boosting those numbers, and you're lowering theirs. That's happened a lot, hasn't it, Tanner?
2: It's definitely happened a lot, yeah. Yeah,
1: That bounty system, especially when you're trying to hunt for these top earners, is really useful so
2: yeah if if you're not you know if you're not first second or third and it hits bonus round don't think you don't have a chance at all because you do i mean like 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 you were saying i think at one point yesterday it was bonus and we were in seventh we got a bunch of kills because the e-spawn like we're going to talk about Tavorsk e-spawn there were constantly enemies there and i think i picked up so many bags we went from seventh to like second right away yep. in the bonus round. Mm-hmm. I mean it gets it gets nutty at the end. It does. Nobody's hiding. Nutty. Everyone's
1: rushing another team. Yeah. Yeah, it gets super nutty. So yeah, that's another good point. Like, especially if you're killing people for money rather than just doing contracts, you can you can rise up the fucking ladder quick, 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 quick. So uh a small note, I see like no one do this. There are still buy stations in Plunder. They only sell self-revive armor plates and cash balloons. Cash deposit balloons. Don't be afraid to go buy armor plates. Armor plates in Plunder are always rare for me. And like I never have enough. So I've started just buying armor plates when I'm near the cash places. And that'll keep you alive so you don't lose money. So you're investing a small proportion to get a far higher yield so don't be afraid to buy armor plates in my opinion
2: that's a good way to put put it calling it a, a uh, investment
1: it really <laughs> seems that way i wouldn't say this if armor plates were more abundant but they're not like i'm always like low on armor plates it feels like so i just started buying them like two days ago and it's been really nice
2: yeah i know you kept buying them yesterday and i kept thinking like why is he buying armor plates but then When I look back, I'm always constantly asking for plates. (laughs) I would always only have one and none in reserve. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think I need to start doing that, too. It's because they they cost a lot more than what you're looking at when you buy them in BR. But you also have 10 times the amount of money at all times.
1: Yeah, I think they're 10,000. And like, that's that ain't shit. Yeah. So definitely worth doing that for sure. How have you been liking the MP7? Tanner, tell me how you discovered that the MP7 might be good.
2: It was from, I uh, found on Twitter, Swag, and I think Dizmo, is that his name? Dizmo? Dismo. No, not Drifter. D-Y-S-M-O. Okay. He's uh, he's makes YouTube videos, but he, <laughs> okay. he posts something about it the same day Swag that the MP7 is nutty. So I texted you and I was like, we got to try this tonight. We both did. It's absolutely disgusting. It kills so fast. There's no recoil on the MP7. It holds 60 rounds. I don't know if it would be a good primary. I'm using it as a secondary, and so were you, technically. Yes. Um, but, I mean, whenever I know I'm moving up on somebody, I see them shooting on a red dot, I always pull out the MP7 first and load stopping power on that one. And yeah. slay out with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with all of that. Especially... Especially because of how high the fire rate is. And I mentioned this in my nuke breakdown video. uh, Which is on my YouTube channel. Which I've conveniently linked for you in Twitch chat. Uh, SMGs with high fire rate. Plus stopping power. Is so slept on and so strong. Because stopping power rounds. It's just an increased damage to each bullet. So when you put. 30 stopping power rounds in an MP7, which has like a 950 RPM fire rate, you're going to be able to spit those 30 bullets out really fast. And then even if someone has full armor, you're going to fucking destroy them so quick if you have stopping power rounds in that thing because of how high the fire rate is. And another thing is in plunder, you have your field upgrade right away. You don't have to wait for it to load for your first use, like in multiplayer. So in Plunder, as soon as you're parachuting in, your field upgrade's ready to go. So I will land, I will immediately dump those stopping power rounds into my MP7, and then I'll dump those stopping power rounds into little kids and take their money. (laughs) It's super good. So you should also be using stopping power in my opinion, as your field upgrade for, um, for plunder. The only argument I would possibly hear besides that is like dead silence, but that's going to be, that's going to be far more situational than stopping power because stopping power rounds are always good. Irrespective of the situation. And, uh, you wouldn't need like a munitions box either because there's so much ammo. You're never going to run out of ammo. So definitely try stopping power rounds and then try using an SMG with a very high fire rate. And then you'll be amazed at how fast you kill someone, even if they have full armor. It's really gross. It's really gross. So. And then the last point I wanted to go over. uh, So the Warzone map is like, an amalgamation of a bunch of ground war maps plus more shit on top of that. Uh, And one of the, and the helipad deposit locations are static. So there's always going to be the same, whatever, 10 on the map. One of those is right where you spawn if you're playing Tavorsk District in ground war. So of those two Tavorsk District ground war map spawns, One of them is where you spawn behind E. That exact spawn location is the site of a cash deposit helicopter place. This is the hottest place in every Plunder map every time. Every time I've played Plunder and I go there, it's a hot spot. There's kids swarming that place. So if you're looking for action... That's an excellent place to go, but keep in mind, you're going to get sniped. There's like eight buildings that look directly down on that, which is part of the reason it's a hot spot. Uh, So it's super hot. There's always people there, but just keep in mind that a lot of those people will be snipers. So uh, that's just good information to have. If you're looking to deposit because you have 600,000 on you and you want to safely deposit, do not pick this location. Because it's going to be hot. So
2: <laughs> There's always a sniper on some... There's All always a, sniper, a sniper, sniper on four buildings aiming on it. Stadium, the buildings in Tavoris gets crazy.
1: Yeah, stadium too, exactly. Yeah, so... So uh, that's pretty much it for our strategy. And let me tell you, we fucking win a lot in this game mode. So th- this is a good strategy. Basically, TLDR, TLDW is... Don't worry that much about contracts or looting. You should just be killing kids and taking their money. Let them do the work for you. Take their shit. Take their shit. Would you change anything about, um, Plunder, Tanner?
2: I've been looking at this as you've been talking about the other topics, and I'm struggling to really think of anything, honestly. It's a really good game mode. Um... I've got almost... I've got almost nothing off the top of my head. What would you change?
1: What's up, Henry? Um... Yeah, I made this note without anything in mind. I don't know if I would change anything either. I mean... I think it's super fun right now. As far as... Uh... As far as just... The game mode in general, I guess. It's like really... It's really good. So... I'm not sure I would change anything. The only thing to me is like, it feels frivolous. Like I was saying earlier, it feels like a party game mode. I don't think I could, I don't think there's any change you could make to change that, you know?
2: Yeah. It's, it's a party game mode, but it feels really good to win in it. It's, yeah. it's definitely a party game mode. It's fun. You don't have to be fully focused. You could say, Hmm. um, you know, not as much as BR, probably.
1: Definitely not as much as BR. Because you're yeah. not getting
2: sniped from 500 meters out with a thermal and have no idea where he was and then mm-hmm. get sent to the Gulag and then have to do all that shit, so. Yeah. I don't know, it's it's pretty damn good. I'm really interested to see where they'll take it from this. I'm sure they'll make a lot of changes to it at some point. Um, and they'll keep working on it. Hopefully bring more players in. If I would change anything, I would force people to play it over BR because it's way more fun.
1: Yeah, it is more fun, less competitive, but definitely more fun, in my opinion, just because there's more Mm -hmm. action, dude. It's like I feel like the COD player base and the BR player base don't really have much overlap. Because if you're the type of player who likes Call of Duty. The reason you like Call of Duty is because it's so fast paced and there's so much action that is Call of Duty multiplayer. Just fragging. But then if you like BR, it's like the opposite. Like, there's definitely gunfights and stuff, but it's not. It's a lot of running around, strategizing, camping, looting. So uh, those things don't seem to overlap too much to me, which is why I don't really like BRs in general that much, or Warzone in particular, because it's a BR. Uh, But Plunder kind of strikes the balance for me, because it's kind of like BR-ish, like I was saying earlier, it has those elements of like the large map, the squads, the looting, the, um, all that shit. But it, but it's also fast paced. So yeah. Yeah. I, I really love this game mode. I really love it. Yeah.
2: Like seriously, if you haven't played it, because like Razanon was saying, you just read whatever seven words it says underneath the title <laughs> yeah. in the yeah. main menu, really try it. Cause I know when BR came out, People kept telling us, "I think plunder's the move." People were coming into your chat saying, "Try plunder, it's fun." We're like, eh, we put it off for a few days. We should have just started playing that right away because we're having a blast.
1: Yeah, I had a feeling it was going to be fun because I was hearing a lot of good shit about it. But I, yeah. we were just trying to kind of, we have one track minds, so we yeah, we definitely do. It's hard for us to do that. So, okay, all right. So now we're going to get into our next call in. Uh As I've said last episode, we've started a call-in segment of the show. If you wanted to call in, then go ahead and join the Discord, which I've conveniently linked for you in the Twitch chat. Or if you're listening on iTunes or something, uh, the Discord link will be in the show notes. There's a section called call-in applications. And it's not hard. You just tell me who you are. Uh, a little bit of background shit, and then uh, what your question is. And then we will schedule a call-in. And uh, it'll go something like this. So let's see if our esteemed guest is ready. Cobalt. Cobalt Tick, are you here, sir?
0: What's going on, fellas? What's good, dude? <laughs> What's going on?
1: Also known as Trent. How are you this evening, Trent? good dude good sounds like you're fucking on that lean dude you on that pro (laughs) methazine? no no okay all right i'll keep that in mind listen the feds aren't listening to this the feds aren't (laughs) listening to this okay black helicopters so uh this is a safe zone here but uh okay all right so
0: trent uh how old are you I am the ripe age of 20.
1: Ripe age of 20. And you started playing on Xbox. I'm assuming that's Xbox 360.
0: Yes, I started playing on 360.
1: Nice. And then what was your first game?
0: My first COD game would be uh, Modern Warfare 2. Uh, shortly next to Modern Warfare 3. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Good one to start on. Yeah,
1: that's a good one to start on. I I started on uh, Mw2 myself.
0: I don't think I ever played
1: Modern Warfare. So, okay. And then, so, uh, so Trent, what was your question, young man?
0: Well, what my question is is how might this game actually uh, innovate new ideas into the COD mainstream?
1: That's a good question. So, I mean, well, we can take a look so far at, like, what has Modern Warfare done differently than every other Call of Duty? Now, I can enumerate a list for you, which I'm about to do right the fuck now. And let me tell you, All most right. most of these innovations were not great. They were not great. So, for example, one of their bright ideas was to do away with three-lane maps so that they would have... I don't know, so that they could piss all over their formula that was working. So that's one thing that's yeah. been an absolute disaster, right? I mean, what's the best it map in Modern true. Warfare?
0: What do you think is the Definitely best map? Definitely, Shoot House. No, shoot-house. I'm not actually pic- Piccadilly. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> kind
0: of uh, okay,
1: so
2: Shoot House—that's the right answer.
1: Shoot House was the correct answer. Piccadilly was the most obvious example of a map done very poorly, throwing away the design ethos of the three-lane uh schema and making a u- ubiquitously uh uh shit map in everyone's opinion. There's even oh, yeah. There's even a video of an Infinity Ward developer streaming on Twitch. He gets into a lobby that is on Piccadilly. And now, the match hasn't started yet. So, it's not like he didn't want to get backfilled, and that's why he backed out. He got into a pre-match Piccadilly lobby, and he fucking noped out of there. An <laughs> Infinity Ward dev. So, anyways.
0: <laughs> well, at least the devs know shit. <laughs> yeah, I They even guess. had a
2: conversation. It wasn't just like he left one of his... One of his squad mates was like, are we going to play this? And he's like, what is it? And then he looked, and he's like, oh. And then they backed the fuck out.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I wish they would have realized how bad that map was before they finished developing. But that's one of the innovations they they had, which was terrible. Uh, One innovation that was good was the gunsmith, in my opinion. Uh, I really like the gunsmith. The attachments are super uh, impactful. Tanner was actually... Uh, lamenting his M4 attachments because he was doing a challenge for not using any and he said, damn, attachments make such a big difference in this game. Like this gun is garbage without attachments. Yeah. So I
2: oh, mean yeah. uh, an M4. A, a one attachment M4 is just the worst gun in the game, it feels like.
1: Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, it's not great compared to the five. So that's a that's an innovation I like, but um Tanner, what else has this game done differently than every other Modern Warfare.
2: My biggest thing is I think this game may have done away with the pay-to-win schematic they had going on. Uh, That Black Ops 4 had it heavily. They... Drawed people into buying the loot crates, which you had about a one percent chance of getting the weapon you were looking for. So you kept buying them and buying them. And hey, I know somebody that worked on. His name was Razanon. It worked on him. He bought a shitload of them. <laughs> I bought a lot too, but not nearly as. I never got as lucky as him. It seemed like, but with it getting leaked before this game coming came out, that there was going to be pay to win. And them having to change the whole formula, I'm thinking that is completely done from Call of Duty. I think loot boxes in that way that you have to pay for and it's completely randomized will no longer be a thing. So I think that's the newest, if you could even call it an innovation. I think that's the newest change that um, will not be moving forward in Call of Duty. I would hope just the whole and the whole battle pass. Exactly. Yeah, thankfully uh, the Gaming Revolution leaked that. Otherwise, we would all be paying a hundred dollars to try and
1: get a gun that's so true that's so true i was gonna i still think we might have an entire episode on our leaks good or not and that's definitely going to be a point in the pro leak camp but uh trent what do you what kind of innovations did you see in this title and do you think those will carry into the future if any
0: Well, one thing I really like, and I think uh, most of the modern warfare community likes is actually gunfight Um, that game mode has become, I think, a big part of what this game is because it's kind of a different meta of a game mode. It's only two, three or 1v1, and you don't get to pick your own class. Everything is set up so it's equal, and you're just putting skill against skill. It's no longer class against class. Now it's player against player. And I actually really like that because it shows you if you're better than you think you are or worse, so you can learn what you're doing wrong and learn what you're doing right. And it actually helps me in the game, and I like that.
1: That is I hadn't thought of gunfight, but that is such an excellent point. And when this game launched, uh, I sung the praises of gunfight uh, to the hills and beyond. Because I think I agree with everything you just said. I think gunfight is super fun. It's the most clear skill test you can possibly have for a first-person shooter. Because just like you said, you're not picking your gun. And further, you're going to have to use—you're going to have to be proficient—I shouldn't say that—you're going to have to be better than your opponent with every type of weapon if you're going to win, because they're going to give you pistols, they're going to give you shotguns, they're going to give you snipers, they're going to give you ARs, they're going to give you SMGs. So, like, you have to be a well-rounded first-person shooter player to reliably get wins in that mode. And the maps oh, yeah. are basically symmetrical and you spawn on both sides. So even the map advantage isn't uh, a factor most of the time. Uh, so yeah. I think I think I agree with you 1000% that that is one of the best innovations as far as gameplay that this game uh, ever came out with. I agree 100%. So my next question to you, would be, do you think that different developers, such as Treyarch or Raven, would incorporate Gunfight into future titles, and would they come as soon as next year, or this year?
0: Well, on that note, I would hope that there at least hearing the waves that gunfight is making and think it might be a good idea to add this or something pretty dang similar like it to their game because it would probably benefit them and their own title
1: i agree with that my only concern would be has it really made waves you know
0: that is true
1: I'm not sure how popular Gunfight is and it's hard to gauge right now because all of the <laughs> fucking Warzone hype. This is the problem. Uh, oh yeah. This is a problem with BRs that Tanner and I uh were lamenting like we're they're just taking away resources from multiplayer to develop this fucking BR bullshit, which is kind of a betrayal <laughs> of the COD community. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, in my opinion, but um, but the gunfight is a very good point, and I, I echo all of your sentiments, particularly that I want to see it in future titles. I think 2020 probably wouldn't see it. It's probably too soon because they're probably almost done developing it, but maybe 2021, certainly the next Infinity Ward title, especially the fact that they've been doing these gunfight tournaments which is like the most fun I have in this game when there's oh, actually yeah, something great. on the line yeah and like you want that blueprint so bad like those are those are the most fun I've had in this game is those tournaments for sure so uh yeah I I agree with you completely Trent
2: yeah, they, they need to add more tournaments again. I remember at the start of the season, they said they're going to do them more often, and we've had exactly one gunfight tournament, and there's, what, yeah, what 15 the days left that? in the season. So, I know, yeah. If yeah, there's not one great. this coming Tuesday, we're obviously not at all this season. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: All right, well, Trent, uh, thank you for the question. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. That was, uh, that was an excellent question. So if you're listening and you wanted to call in... This is the type of question that is just A1. Very good question. Um, Last thing I wanted to ask you before you go. How did you hear about the podcast?
0: Uh, I was actually... (laughs) It's a funny thing. I was just in work, really bored and on my phone, and thought, you know what? Let's try to find a Call of Duty podcast, and stumbled upon this one. And after episode one, I was like fuck yeah this is awesome
1: dude that's fantastic all right well thanks a lot for the question man uh thank you as well for the support uh with the with the subs and everything that is going above and beyond obviously but even just uh being a listener uh being a viewer and uh calling in we really appreciate it so thanks man
2: yeah thank you for questions
1: all right, brother. So, uh. Keeping it humble. Ha- keeping it humble, dude. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good night. Baby. Yeah, you too. All right. Fantastic. Excellent call in question. Excellent call in. Uh. Damascus Impaler. What's up, dude? How's it going? Uh. Except that dumb hill map. Yeah. That was, that was the one caveat I had for the gunfight map evenness. There <laughs> are times where, like, you'd prefer to spawn on top instead of bottom, but that's a really nitpicky point. Um, Is Gunfight even still an option right now? Yes. It's still in the game. As far as I know, they're never going to rotate that out. But, like, no one really plays it, so. Side note, I'm hunting down the people that gave the podcast a one-star. We should have the reviews soon. Okay, Crichton. That's, uh, that's like an NSA governmental agent kind of thing to say, so... My only thought on that is (laughs) black helicopters. So keep that in mind. All right. So, uh, excellent question. Excellent question. Thank you again, Trent, AKA Cobalt. Very much appreciated. So we're going to be wrapping this up relatively shortly, but before we do got a couple more little things to talk about, and I wanted to show you guys this video. So let me take a fat swig of my beer and (laughs) I want to show you this and Tanner, you have my stream open.
2: Right, of course, yeah. Okay, you
1: have to watch this, dude.
2: Okay, yeah, I actually haven't seen this yet, so I'm excited.
1: Okay, so, so... This was... So, of those hype moments that we were talking about when we do Plunder, uh, this was one of them. This was... the funniest fucking thing that has ever happened. So, I don't know, for you boomers out there, see, Cobalt might be a little too young, but back in the day, there was this small little video game called Halo, right? And Halo had campaign missions, okay? And uh, a lot of those campaign missions would take place on the Pelican. And the Pelican was like the futuristic UNSC uh, Space Force, by the way, Donald Trump, <laughs> NAGA, um, <laughs> uh... Like vehicle, whatever. And like sometimes all the Marines would be sitting on the side of the Pelican shooting down at aliens like the grunts and the, um, the elites and all whatever the fucking the brutes, etc. And we were playing plunder and I found a chopper and I had a moment that was reminiscent of Halo 3 campaign I lit- it literally felt like I was playing a campaign mission, except we were playing multiplayer. And the reason it felt like a campaign mission is because I was driving the chopper, so I was in third person, and I'm just watching bullets spray down. So, let me show you guys this video, dude. Take a look at this shit. Unfortunately, we don't pick up Tanner's voice, but uh, that's not super important anyway, so damn that's crazy so keep that in mind
2: (laughs) i was fucking yelling too yeah you
1: you were you were pretty hype all right so let's take a look at this here okay all right let's watch wait okay i'm getting the chopper securing while in the chopper This right here, dude. This is a campaign mission, bro. Okay. Okay. There's another one behind us. Right here. You see him? You see him? <laughs> yes, dude. This is so cool. Dude, this is our campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Dude, that was like a campaign mission. <laughs> dude, It was so was fucking so cool. funny, dude. I got him. Excuse me. And then this last little moment I thought was cool too. Okay. I just hung well, off the side of a rock while Tanner out. secured the bag. Hovered Dude, over this him. Is so fun, actually. He you got the bags. Get the kill streak, get the kill streak in the bounty. You're a pussy. Right. <laughs> I I chastise Tanner. And then we just yeet okay. out of there. And then secure the bags. So that was uh I'm getting the chopper. That was one of the fucking funniest things I've ever seen. That's crazy from my perspective, huh?
2: Yeah, it was. That's, that's interesting to see it from you. Yeah, it's funny.
1: It looked exact because I just see your name and you're just spraying down on kids. It was so fucking funny to me, dude.
2: Dude, the hit reg when you're a passenger in a helicopter is weird, though. It doesn't... Something's messed up with it. It doesn't always hit them. I'll put like sixty
1: bullets into somebody and four of them will connect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's hard to like I try to like keep it steady, but also have you facing the enemy. You know? Yeah. But I don't want to stay too still or we're all just gonna die. So it was it was a fun little balancing act. That yeah, was no, playing. you're
2: you're a good driver and pilot. You had okay. a good little driving <laughs> Yeah. The driving part yesterday, too, just swerving through oh, everything. Oh, yeah,
1: dude, yeah. I was having to do some evasive maneuvers. Yeah, like, I was night. the fucking Secret Service detail for the President of the United States. Yeah. So that was fun, for sure. Shut them shitters down. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Thank you again, Cobalt. Chop Chop Square. Tiananmen Square. Damn, dude. Halo back in Nam. Bringing back so many memories. Dude, yeah. I remember my, uh, my friend Michael, who lives across the street, I would have him bring over his Xbox and his uh, TV and we would like, I don't know if we would play campaign on separate TVs or if we would play multiplayer. I think both. I think when we were younger, we did campaign and then when our balls dropped, we started wanting to, uh, you know, do, do adult activities like shit on kids and multiplayer in a video game. So. The but Halo yeah. campaign
2: was good though Me Halo and campaign played was a bunch good. of those Yeah
1: dude played I specifically remember one Friday night Michael came over and we just beat the whole campaign On Legendary Co-op Downstairs mm-hmm. it was so fun So fun And I quote rr, rr. Yeah I can't rr, 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 rr. <laughs> Yeah dude <laughs> I remember those Love that shit It's like the Master Chief was guiding your hand as you flew Yeah dude call me uh What was his name John? What was Master Chief's name? I don't fucking know. I know he was Spartan 316. No. That's John 316 316
2: from the Bible.
1: Actually, it's Austin 316 from the
2: WWF. That's another
1: Boomer reference, so keep that in mind. Yeah, you're a
2: fucking Boomer for sure.
1: But yeah, the Halo campaigns were fantastic. Anyway, so when I was playing... That's why you guys heard me say it live. Like as I was doing it, I was like, dude, this feels like a campaign mission. It was so funny. It was so fucking funny. So, uh, keep that in mind. What's up, Chris? Two? Two? Seven, seven, seven? I don't know what the fuck you're saying, Crichton. 117. John. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was John. I was pretty sure. 117 sounds right, though. So... California on quarantine by the way getting a little bit away from uh, from cod here so Tanner and I live in California we live in the LA county specifically uh, even more specifically my address is no I'm just kidding uh, but more <laughs> specifically we live really close to Raging Waters uh, so if you know where that water park is it's pretty famous especially it if you're is. like in southern California you would know about it But uh, so we live around there And uh, L.A. County, the county we live in, is officially quarantined. So all non-essential personnel are no longer allowed to work. Guess who works for official personnel? Both of us. We both still have to work. It's a fucking travesty. Specifically, I can work remotely, which I've been doing for the past week, uh, which is still better than going to the office, for sure, you know. I just log into a VPN, put in my credentials, do my do my work. Um, and then Tanner works at a hardware store, which is somehow essential. Can you explain that to me, Tanner? Hey, I don't need fucking nails right now. Everyone's dying of coronavirus. I'll, we have a lot of I'll cleaning supplies. I'll on the power drills, like dude. We
2: oh, have uh, cleaning supplies? Paper, paper towels, cleaning supplies, bleach, the masks everybody was looking for. Um, We've been out of all of them for a while. Here's the thing. We've been having this discussion. The businesses they deem essential is fucking outrageous. Okay. Tell me more. Liquor stores are essential. Damn. Nurseries where they sell plants are essential because they sell vegetable plants, which in turn can give people food. So they're essential. Basically, the only damn things that close down I'm pretty sure like dry cleaners are even essential. The only things that closed down were like hair salons, nail salons, and small restaurants that didn't do a lot of business to begin with. Like one down the street, and basically our entire street is closed down. Like we have like antique shops by us. You know, you've probably driven through there. I doubt you've looked. You don't fucking pay attention. Absolutely but
1: not. Yeah, those
2: are probably all closed down. I'm sure. So and we're like I- one of the few businesses open. But actually, I left early today. And apparently it was actually a really busy day, like busier than most Saturdays. So <laughs>
1: good thing you people, needed the fuck out of there, huh?
2: Yeah, so people also don't give a fuck. All the old people, like I figured, are just coming in, ignoring it, spreading their virus everywhere. Oh, I'm not going to get sick. Yeah, but you're going to fucking kill my whole family.
1: <laughs> coming in with capris and a tank top. Go home. Yeah, yeah. so...
2: Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
2: So I don't know. I mean, we are working less hours. Our hours are shorter, so I don't have to work past 430 all week. I work like 10 less hours next week. So that's good. That's good, I
1: guess. Yeah. You can't collect unemployment that way, though. Yeah. Like my brother works for uh, a gym and he just doesn't have a job now for the foreseeable future. But now he doesn't have to work and then he can get full unemployment. Whereas you, your hours get cut, your money gets cut, but you can't get it can't get in on that unemployment check so
2: no they did they did do something temporarily i mean i'm not gonna do it but it's something to do with like if your hours were cut because of this you can file for a form of unemployment they did all these temporary things to help with the, and daddy trump is just gonna write me a check for a thousand dollars too apparently
0: i don't like them putting chemicals in the water they <laughs> turn the friggin' frogs gay yeah
1: <laughs> that too. that's that's trump's best friend alex jones yeah. Uh, okay so let's catch up on chat here a little bit yeah a hardware store does not need to be open though i'm not gonna build my deck in the middle of a pandemic well, like, that's what i'm trying to say that's fucking outrageous well,
2: here's my thought in two weeks max will all be closed down i'll be closed down you'll be closed down the only places will be open we'll be fucking nowhere because the national guard will be gunning us down if i step outside my front door yeah.
1: so
0: that's yeah. where we're at okay
1: Okay, I'll keep, I'll keep that up. in mind, dude. We're gonna be putting FEMA camps.
0: Black helicopters. Yeah. All
1: right, so yeah, just watch out for the black
0: helicopters,
1: and then yeah. uh, you'll be safe. So, uh, let me catch up on chat here a little bit. By the way, if you're listening, this is streamed live at Twitch.tv/Razanon. If you wanted to join in on the chat, do a call in, etc. Join the Discord and find me on my Twitch channel Wednesday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh. I live up the block for Raz. You do not, Chris. Uh, otherwise, I would have bought you coffee like I uh, wanted to buy coffee for the minor.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. Remember when, he tried to, remember when he tried to take a high school child out for coffee? Dude, all right.
1: When you, when you say it like that out of context, it sounds yeah. bad. But there was a kid that lives really close to me that used to watch all the time. Uh, his name was Scuba something. Scuba Steve, was it? That reference would have been too old for him. Anyway, a scuba something, whatever the fuck it was, and I was like, "Oh, dude, you live so close to me. Let's go, let's go get like breakfast at the at the place that's in the middle of our houses. So we live a quarter of a mile from each other. So I told him to go one eighth of a mile from his house. I'll go one eighth of a mile from my house <laughs> to meet him at this coffee place. Not for. I'm not asking him to cocktail hour." At the fucking swanky bar in Uptown. I'm asking him to go get a coffee at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. So it's not weird. I don't think it's weird. But he thought it was weird. He said his parents would think it's weird. So he's not going to ask them. 17 year old, by the way. Hey, dude, walk a quarter, an eighth of a mile. It's not hard. And then I was going to buy him coffee. But more importantly, I was going to get a picture with him censor his face because he's a minor and I obey the law. I don't know if I would have to do that. But then I would say like, oh, I met my first viewer today and I would just up my clout. But he refused to meet with me. So
2: it also wasn't that weird because my little brother-in-law was in the same class as him. So like it wasn't really weird. Like he like my little brother-in-law knows him too. So
1: it's not weird. I repudiate this. People were telling me that's weird. I'm like, dude, Yeah. like what what do you think is going to happen I'm going to abduct him I'm going to put chloroform on some rag at 10am you guys are crazy so you're pissing me off anyway (laughs) I don't know why I said all of that Um, ditto mission essential military job suck ass damn that sucks yeah pretty much all the military shit would probably still be open
2: yeah you're fucked
1: there y'all need some nuts and bolts true (laughs) operators always essential personnel (laughs) that makes sense they're going to be the ones that are enforcing this shit (laughs) OS frog dude I have to I have to tie that into my uh,
0: I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin frogs gay (laughs) I
1: have to tie that into that button they're open because they carry toilet paper and paper towels yeah but if they're going to have grocery stores open I don't know Is this a conservative king podcast now? Who's conservative uh, king? Is that a person? Or are you just saying I'm conservative? I'm not conservative, necessarily. I don't know. I don't know what I am. I reject political affiliations. Follow his MySpace, too. Follow his OnlyFans. Okay. Scuba Gaming. (laughs) Yeah, some friend you are. He hasn't been here in forever, Crichton. What am I supposed to remember everyone's name? He doesn't even really game anymore. Yeah. It's more like Scuba Not
2: Gaming. Yeah,
1: it was not fucking sure. game. wrong so button It's fine, though. Coffee, who even does that anymore? I'm on that Boomer Juice. What the hell's Boomer Juice, bro? Has <laughs> fish for kids. Yeah, everyone thinks I'm fucking Jeffrey Epstein because I want to buy a fan a coffee. If he yeah. was an adult, I would have offered him the same thing. Had nothing to do with his age. Maybe the location was the only thing that had to do with his age. I picked somewhere really close to both of us so that he could walk there with his dumb childish not having a license or car ass. But whatever. Bases are restricted to limited movement on military bases. Monster. (laughs) Okay. All right. So uh Tanner, you made this last note here. What the fuck is this about?
2: Oh I just as you were doing the whole the 40 minute intro for this podcast, I bought that headset. So all the new wire I just been really been wanting a wireless headset. So okay. I have the exact one Casey has, except it's two hundred dollars less and it'll probably be just as good. So keep and that in mind. Interesting.
1: I'll take a coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Damascus. Come through, dude. Come through to SoCal and I'll I'll meet up with you for a coffee, brother.
2: Bloodless lives pretty close to us too. Can meet him way, halfway, see if even... his parents are okay with him meeting up. Who? Bloodless.
1: Oh yeah, he does live pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of it was because I said, let's get coffee. And that's like, you know, that's coded language for like, let's go on a first date or whatever. (laughs) But it's literally a cafe. So it was more like, let's go get breakfast. I'll buy you a sandwich. I'll take a picture to boost my social media clout. And I like him. He was a cool kid. Uh, So it wasn't like a sexual advance. Like, I'll take you for coffee. But I think all of this exposition on it has made it far worse <laughs> than better. So keep that in mind. In my case, the Pacific Punch Monster. The he- You have made me spill my macchiato. <laughs> I used to work at Starbucks, dude. I used to work at Starbucks. All right. So anyone have this SteelSeries Arctis Pro 7 wireless? It's not a Pro 7. It's just an Arctis 7 wireless.
2: I don't know why I wrote Pro, yeah. Yeah, because
1: you're a dumb piece of garbage. That's why, by the way. And how's it going, by the way, Itchy? Or was it? (laughs) Come on, dude. Oh, that's from Talladega Nights. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't watch movies anymore, dude. I don't have the fucking time. I don't have the time. I I got the HyperX Cloud Flight around eight months ago. Fucking love these things. I think a lot of streamers use that. I'm pretty sure Shroud uses that. A lot of people are sponsored by uh HyperX.
2: All the CSGO kitties. Mine are HyperX with their they have a cord. I just wanted something wireless and I like how they're white.
1: Well, like the are yours Steel series or are they high? oh the current ones you have? The current ones I have, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling Tanner, uh part of the reason I got a white headset. I think it looks clean irrespective of my skin tone, but the other point was that if you have something that is literally paper white, it'll make your almost paper white skin look a little darker in contrast. Which is good for the production value of the pod, so. Minor standard as fuck. Yeah. I mean, these things, look, dude, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend anyone buy a headset for fucking $300. That's outrageous, but I work 40 hours a week and don't pay rent, so uh, I can I can afford outrageous expenses like that. <laughs> consoles have the ability to compete with PC. They just haven't figured it out yet, but there is a way. Well, a console is a PC. That's what pisses me off about people who buy consoles. Look, if you're some mom, you know, some soccer mom, who wants to get a Christmas present for her nine-year-old son, and you don't know dick all about computers, that's why consoles should exist. For your knowledgeless old ass to walk into a Target and just buy a gaming system for your kid. But if you're an adult, why are you buying consoles? A console is literally a computer. It's just pre-built and shit. It's a shit pre-built computer... With three-year-old tech. And then you think it's somehow different because it has, like, its own port for a fucking controller that you also shouldn't be using. Consoles are (laughs) computers. They're just shitty computers. So if you're going to be a gamer, an adult, sophisticated gamer, build your own fucking PC. And then you can modularly customize and modularly uh, improve and expand on, which is the biggest point. I can't get a new graphics card in my Xbox, what is the current one, 4? What is the Xbox called now, Tanner?
2: Xbox One X.
1: Okay, whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, your stream
2: is like buffering like crazy. Is it? Yeah, everyone in chat saying it too, I thought it was just me. Damn it, sad. At least it happens now.
1: Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Use the same technology from that snow cone looking controller and use it as a as a mouse to make aiming better. Interesting. I don't know. Okay. Well, um... Yeah, I'm still dropping frames. Fucking stupid game. Internet. Whatever. Coronavirus. I blame the coronavirus. Is it still buffering bad, Tanner? Not right this second, now. Okay, then I'm gonna end the pod now so uh we're gonna be tanner and i are gonna be gaming we're gonna be doing what plunder tanner yeah okay so we are looking for a third so if you want to play plunder with us whoever says they want to run first will be invited assuming you're ready right this fucking instant um for you podcast listeners thank you very much for watching Once again, I will implore you to number one, join the Discord. And number two, if you have an iPhone or have iTunes, please rate the podcast. Five stars is ideal. Five stars is ideal. So, uh, our next episode will be on Wednesday. We'll be going over patch notes and the usual bullshit Once again, join the Discord, give me suggestions, Patreon episode ideas, I'll remind you guys briefly about that. We're looking for a graphic designer for a new logo, I will remind you briefly about that. And uh, that is pretty much it. Anything else to add, Tanner? That's it, I think we're good. Alright, let's fucking frag out. Thank you all for watching, Young Kings. Have an excellent evening, and as always, remember, stay humble.
2: Stay humble.